0: The guests on Love Hurts occasionally use some adult language and go into some more intense subject matter. But that's kind of how real life works anyway. This episode talks about drug addiction. If you or someone you know is struggling with drug addiction, you can find resources online or call 1-800-662-HELP. This is Love Hurts, I'm Brian Berlin. Today's guest is Elsa Bermudez. Elsa is a writer, comedian, and artist living in Queens. Elsa shares a story of her first love and how that was overtaken by a second one. As strong as that second love was, it didn't work out, but Elsa found herself pulled back into his world when he died suddenly. Hey, Elsa, how's it going?
1: Hi, good, thanks so much for having me.
0: Yeah, thank you for being here. Uh, How's your day going?
1: Um, good. Uh, cold. Yeah. Busy, tired. We're there. Yeah. I'm, That's everybody. I have all of
0: those three things right now. Yeah. Cold, busy, tired.
1: I feel, at least like I feel like I'm not alone.
0: Yeah. No, this like is, like you're not the only right. one feeling this right now. Or at yeah. least there's two of us in this room. And now we just get to share about this stuff. So, yeah. What, what did you want to talk about today?
1: Um, I wanted to talk about my ex-boyfriend who passed away about a little over a year ago. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm still dealing with it.
0: Yeah. That sounds like a lot right off the bat.
1: Yeah. Um, and it's also like weird and kind of a lot because we were exes when he passed. Like he was. Okay. Wasn't, yeah. Like you
0: weren't dating when he passed. Right.
1: We weren't dating when he passed, but he was still like such a huge part of my life. Yeah. Um, and we hadn't spoken to each other. Like, we barely spoke to each other, like, the two years before he passed away, too.
0: Oh, wow. That's weird. Because it's like, there's that thing where, like, you, as people, just had a lot of weight in each other's lives for a period of time. And then to just, yeah, not have that person around and then lose that person. It's like...
1: Yeah, I almost felt like I wasn't allowed to feel as sad as I was. Like, no one made me feel that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just, like, yeah, like, I, I was in a relationship. I was happy... And everything was fine in my life, but I was still like,
0: yeah, like this thing just kind of hit you. But I do, I guess, want
1: to preface everything, which just being like, I guess this is all going to be from my perspective, obviously, like, and I, I just feel like that's something that needs to be said sometimes or that people need to, like, understand, because I think sometimes people listen to stories and just assume, like, this is just the whole aspect of someone. Yeah. And because he's passed, like, he can't give his own perspective and i just kind of want this to be a because like he's he was an amazing person and that's why it was so hard losing him um and i just kind of want his existence to like persist in ways so like doing this is like kind of a way to like memorialize him or at least our relationship you know um yeah
0: yeah no i think that's a great uh way to get into it
1: yeah um. So, um, my ex's name was Jesse. Okay, Jesse. Jesse. Yeah. Um, and we met at uh, a laser tag facility.
0: <laughs> Were um, you playing laser tag or working at least? Like, wh- how did you meet them?
1: <laughs> my so my other ex boyfriend was working there.
0: Okay. Yeah. So like that's a huge other part. Wait, were you exes at the time or were you dating at the time? We were dating at the time.
1: Okay. So this is my and I'm gonna keep his name yeah. uh, anonymous. Okay. So yeah, I'll just call him I'll call him Dan. Okay. Um so Dan and I dated throughout college. Okay. Um like from the first day we started dating. Like he was my first kiss, like Okay. I was eighteen years old.
0: Yeah, that like first college love uh yeah. slash first real love thing.
1: Yeah, and so like I had graduated college and he got a job at a laser tag facility back home. Okay. Um, <laughs> and Jesse also worked with him. Um, and I would just hang out at the laser tag facility because I would get yeah. free games and it was awesome. Um, <laughs> and Jesse also worked there and um, Jesse and I became close friends too. He was like, um, he was the kind of like really chill, like charming dude who was just like at the front desk. Um, like always making people laugh. Yeah. But like, you could tell that there was like this deep, like something in him that like he, he couldn't express to everyone or like that he just had something that was weighing him down. Um, and so like, as we became friends and we would like all hang out together and like go drinking or like whatever it was, um, we slowly started, um, bonding over, just sadness. Yeah. Like just like being sad about the world, you know? Um, and I started learning about him. He had a really hard um, upbringing. Uh, his his mom um, had a lot of like mental health issues. Uh, she had schizophrenia. Um, and he was in and out of group homes. Um, and he did a lot of drugs too. Okay. Before um, Before working at LaserGate. Like really hard, hard stuff. Like,
0: yeah, it seems like he had probably been dealing with a lot growing up. That, yeah, yeah, looking for outlets to just kind of, yeah,
1: you had to like deal with, yeah, everything. But um, when we were hanging out, he seemed clean, um, and uh, so often we would like um, because we knew the managers at the laser tag facility, we would stay um, past hours, <laughs> yeah, and uh, we would play poker. <laughs>
0: Okay, so you weren't playing laser tag. We but you were hanging no. out at the laser tag place.
1: Yeah, we were hanging at the laser tag place. We just like played poker all night. Jesse was really really good at poker. And that was one of the things I admired about him because um I thought it takes like such a I thought it took like such a smart mind to be good at poker. Yeah. Because, like, it wasn't just, like, the math and the cards, but also, like, understanding, like,
0: social cues and, like... Yeah, reading people. hmm Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, like, I admired that a lot. So he taught me how to play poker, <laughs> and we were all just, like, really good friends. Um, a year into being friends, though, he... Um, we started to flirt a lot, and it felt like casual, it felt friendly at first. But um, one night, like a year into our friendship, he, um, we were like drunk in my apartment and my uh, my, uh, Dan <laughs> was like sleeping in my room and my roommate was in my room and Jesse and I were just hanging out um, and he started to get really serious and we started talking about just like what he wanted in life. Like he didn't really know Um, he wanted to talk really softly, I think, and he kept gesturing toward the bedroom, I think, because he didn't want my then boyfriend to hear what was going on, but we had spilled Salt on the table by accident, and he started writing messages in the (laughs) salt. It was very like rom com, yeah, like or like indie rom com where it's like depressing and sad, but
0: yeah, I, yeah, I had this moment in uh college too. So, you did, oh, yeah,
1: writing in (laughs) salt,
0: not writing in salt, but telling a girl who had a boyfriend that I was really into her, yeah, (laughs) and uh, yeah, it did not work, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was a whole thing that I was like, literally, like I got very. It was uh, we were in. I was I went to school in Boston, and we went to a concert together and had this like nice dinner. And afterwards, we were just like walking around the Boston Common, and the whole time I just wanted to be like, I gotta say something. I gotta say like we've been. It's been a year. I gotta just say like just say something. And I was like, hey, I am like really into you, and you know, I think like we could be good together. And her response was. You know I have a boyfriend, right? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I just like <laughs> needed to say this because I wanted yeah. to say it. Yeah. Uh, and then that was about how that went, but no salt was involved. No salt. Okay. Yeah. So that might have been a better move. I don't know. Did it work? Did the salt? <laughs> well,
1: so like I was feeling things too, but like I, yeah. I had been with this. I had been with my boyfriend for so long. It was my first relationship. I like. I thought that we were going to get married. It was like that whole thing, um, and so. I just kept being like, I can't. Like, I'd be like... Yeah. Like, like, oh my God, I like you so much, but I, I just can't. Uh, yeah, because
0: you're still like, this is my first love, and this is a thing that matters to me. Mm-hmm. And not that you don't matter to me, but like, this is... My, like, priority or whatever. And, yeah. Yeah.
1: And I had only known him a year and I had known my, like, boyfriend. Yeah. We've been together for years. Like, like how am yeah, I, I going to destroy yeah, yeah. this? I was
0: going to ask how long had it been into you two dating that uh, Jesse, like, said this thing to you?
1: Uh, Like, five five years. I think. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Dan and I had been together for five years.
0: Yeah. That's a pretty substantial amount of time.
1: Um, But, yeah, I was, I was feeling really strong feelings, too. And I think I was falling for him. So, um, at one point he had like written, I love you, like in the salt. And, um, and later on he, he told me that he didn't see that I did this, but I wrote the word to underneath,
0: oh, like, I love you too. Yeah.
1: And then I heard my then boyfriend like coming from the room. So I just messed it up. Whoa. And I don't think uh, Jesse told me he didn't see it. Um, like, uh, once we started dating, because we know that's where it's gonna yeah go. <laughs> yeah like yeah we're we're getting there we're getting there, but uh yeah, he was like, I didn't see it then wow. otherwise things would have maybe started differently yeah but, um so after that, like it was a cl- it was like a clear, maybe unclear rejection <laughs> um but Jesse started to like stop he didn't text me as much and didn't hang out with me as much and I think it was just because you know, he was friends with Dan. And yeah, and me, and so I think he was just trying to be respectful and like he's like, okay, like I I said what I needed to say, I think, and um, I'm gonna like back off a little. Um, so we stopped hanging like just one on one. Um, and I was I was like devastated because I loved I enjoyed hanging out with him.
0: Yeah, you didn't want to lose this person just because of this thing, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, um, it was a few weeks of that, and then. And then things went as normal. Like he started texting me the normal Yeah, amount. everything
0: kind of like leveled back out.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it was like the same sort of friendship that we okay. had before. Um, it seemed like he just needed like some time. Um, he started dating people. I tried to be like happy for him, but I was feeling those pangs of jealousy. Um, And, and yeah, and then we were just friends for a while until... I decided to move out of my apartment and I wanted to move in with my then boyfriend Dan. Yeah. Um, But we couldn't afford to live in a one bedroom by ourselves. So we asked Jesse to move in with us. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, not a great idea on my part.
0: Yeah, that's uh, putting you in a lot. <laughs> you're you're setting yourself up for some problems. I,
1: yeah, I really did. I, I really believed the lies I told myself, though. That yeah. It was like, he was dating, like, we had gotten over this, like, we're mature adults at 22 years old. Yeah,
0: we've solved it all. We figured out how to be able to coexist in this world. Yeah, it's like
1: we got it. We know what we're doing. And we lived there for a year. Um, but the feelings started coming back.
0: Yeah. I yeah. mean, that would do that. It's like a prox- that's such a proximity thing.
1: Yeah, it was absolutely a proximity thing, yeah. Um, yeah, and I it was a mixture of feelings for Jesse and just being over my relationship with Dan.
0: Yeah, like, you're starting to realize that, like, this isn't that, like, perfect first love that you thought it was yeah. as, like, this thing is creeping back into you.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, um, like, my relationship with Dan was getting very stale and very, like, um, like, I really wanted to move forward with, like, my dreams, um, because I was just like I was working at a labor's union at the time, as like as a receptionist, and I wanted to be a writer. And he didn't really know what he wanted to do with his life. Um, and we were growing apart in that way. Um so i was I was starting to fall for Jesse, but i I assumed it would just forever be a friendship. And yeah. Dan, Jesse, and I decided to go on a road trip.
0: Oh, my God. We were just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like probably clear all this stuff now, but like, oh, man, that'd be just be like, oh, my God, I can't. This is like, yeah. you're just putting yourselves in smaller and smaller proximity to each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like getting closer and closer.
1: We we're like, let's see the country together. We all took two weeks off of work. Oh, that's cool. Um, Yeah, it was so fun. And it was on this road trip that I realized that I was like completely in love with Jesse. And I remember the moment, too, or, like, there was two moments. Okay. Um, One moment was, um, to summarize this, this is all, this is another story. But, like, (laughs) we were driving through Mississippi, and we drove over a log, um, and then just kept going. And then we drove to Arizona, and had fun in Arizona, and then we were going to drive up to the Grand Canyon, and the wheel of our tire just completely, we were on a cliff and it just completely fell off the car and like rolled into oh the desert. God. <laughs> While we were on the side of the road waiting for AAA, my boyfriend Dan, I asked him to put sunscreen on me because it was so hot and I was like, it was like May. And so I was just in this like romp, like halter romper, like my back was exposed. Uh, and I asked him to put sunscreen on me and he's like, I don't want to get my hands sticky. Wow. So Jesse put on the sunscreen for me. And I was like, like, Dan, do you see what's happening?
0: Yeah, like, uh, like this is your fault <laughs> at this point. Yeah, you're not helping this dynamic that is taking place here,
1: right. There's also a few moments where we'd just be, like, lying, like, on this, like, giant, like, bed. Because we'd be like, it's cool to just get a room, like, to save money to get a room and get a king-sized bed and all sleep in it. It was, like, so weird. Oh, my God.
0: That is, like, a whole other level. Like, that yeah. is just so... You're, like, actively torturing yourself, but, like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But anyway, like, after this road trip, I was like, okay, I'm absolutely in love with
0: Jesse. Yeah, like I'm cl- your feelings are very clear at this point.
1: Yeah, and I'm like not into this relationship that I'm in anymore and I just didn't know what to do.
0: And are you also living together?
1: And we're all living together. Yeah. And we're all living together. Um so I I didn't know what to do and so I just let myself just be in these like friendship and romantic relationships and just like I did whatever <laughs> until one day where um Jesse asked me to go with him to this like um college um, like this college career thing like he was struggling with like staying in college and so he wanted to like find like a new way to do it and I accompanied him and then afterwards um, he just seemed like he was feeling down. So we went to um, a park to just like talk and hang out um, and then we just made out <laughs> we just made out at the park and I felt like a huge I felt like a huge dick. 'Cause I was still yeah. officially with Dan. Um so, so we just uh, we were just like we don't know what to do, we don't know what to do, like what do we do? And we just we went back home and Yeah, you can't even
0: escape the, the scenario. <laughs> right.
1: We just went back home and I like Dan could tell that something was weird. And I just went to sleep and the next morning I was like, I I have to move out. And so, like, while I was getting ready for work, I just, like, packed a bunch of stuff. And I was like, Dan, I'm sorry. Like, I I can't be in this relationship anymore. And I'm going to go stay with my mom. And it was a really rough day, obviously. Because um, I, I, like, I had to go to work. And he spent, we just spent the whole day at work, like, Google yeah, chatting. Talking
0: back and forth. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, man.
1: Yeah. Um, But I did. I, like, stayed with my mom just because I felt... I felt so bad and I didn't want to admit to him um, let, that Jesse and I like kissed. Yeah. It just felt so like such a betrayal and I'm like such an asshole for like doing that. It's like one of the worst things I've ever done. Um, but like it happened and and like Jesse and I started dating right away.
0: Well, OK. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Like. In secret. And, like, I think we weirdly felt like we, like, deserved yeah. it. Like, because we, like, tried to not be Yeah, I, I get
0: it. Like, it makes sense. Like, you're like, this is fate bringing us together. And now it's time for like us to see where this thing goes.
1: That's such a nice way of putting
0: it. But, uh, yeah. But it's like, that's <laughs> the mindset. Like, I get yeah. how your head can go to that place, right? It's like. Yeah. Even though there's this shitty thing that happened at the beginning of this, it's uh, like this feels like this thing that we were drawn to each other
1: mm-hmm. the only person who knew was my mom because i was like living <laughs> with her yeah and she loved jesse so like jesse would like pull up to like my mom's apartment <laughs> in like this cute like um like blazer and she'd be like "Ooh, he's so cute <laughs> and she was like so into it <laughs> That's um, really like funny. mom oh my god um so, we kept it a secret for a little while from all of our friends, too, because all of our friends were mutual friends. Yeah. We just didn't want to, like, rock anything, and we didn't want to, like, make the breakup between me and Dan harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> uh, so, Jesse and I decided, after, like, a month, to move in together.
0: Oh, my God. This <laughs> <laughs> is nuts, I know. It's really good, though. It's just funny how... But it's again, it's that thing of like the initial attraction that you two are feeling towards each other, right? It's like the thing of, if you're gonna go all in on this thing, it feels like it's a thing that's gonna be all in quick, right? Like that's what I mean. It's like, you would feel that after a month if you would known each other for at this point, multiple years that- And we were living together before. And that was our logic. We were like, (laughs) we've lived together before. Now we're just sharing a bed. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, and this is what we did. We got a two-bedroom that we could afford to trick people into thinking that we weren't together. And our logic was like, yeah, we lived together before. Like, we're just friends living together, and it's fine. (laughs) And again, I feel bad for that, too. Like, (laughs)
0: lying
1: to, like, all of my friends.
0: And is it one of those things that like people Very obvious like have you talked to anybody now Like we knew you were dating like this was So obvious oh
1: Yes (laughs) yes But 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 A month after that Yeah Dan Hacks into my Email oh man and finds Oh
0: man (laughs) all of the messages
1: Between Me and Jesse oh god And posts them on
0: Facebook wow
1: and all of our mutual friends.
0: Man, that's a level of like score. Like I, I, I realized it wasn't like the ideal scenario for anybody, especially him. But like, oh boy, yeah. that's a that's a move. Oh, it was a move, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he like immediately like deleted it the next morning, like after everyone saw it. Yeah, but like, it's a lot. It was a lot, and so we went through that, and it was fine. Eventually, like. The friends that we really loved, like, stuck around yeah. and forgave us. Um, and they, like, noticed that we were so close that, like, of course, they were going to get together at some point. Um, So, like, we, like, lived together, like, for a year. um, And everything was great. Like, I was so in love. And he was so supportive. Um, and he encouraged me to apply to, like, MFAs because I really wanted to move to New York. Yeah. And, like, pursue my writing career. And he was, like, so supportive and, like... He also, like like Dan, like didn't really know what he wanted to do. And he loved poker so much that he wanted to do it. But at the time, um, like playing poker online, he would like make tons of money playing poker online. But there was this law that passed that um, didn't allow you. It wasn't that you couldn't like the law didn't say you couldn't gamble online, but you couldn't make like a certain money transaction. I don't quite understand. But it devastated him because he could no longer play poker and like win all this money that he was making. Um, but he really wanted to help me with my dreams. So, um, and this is another story, but like this might be an important detail. Uh, before we moved to New York, his mother killed herself. Oh man, yeah. Um, and so we made this whole trip to Florida, like get her ashes and stuff, and that was very hard. Um, she was a really lovely lady. I met her a few times. Um, but we, yeah, we up and moved to New York. We got a dog together before we moved to New York. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was great. And I started, like, I had gotten to an MFA program and I was, like, meeting new people and, like, writing and stuff. And Jesse was trying to find what he loved. Um, but it was really, really hard for him to do here.
0: Yeah, like, is that thing of, like, he 100% wanted to be here and support you and, and mm-hmm. give you the opportunity to find the thing that you wanted. But then, like, it's that thing with, like, then... He's like, oh, yeah, I have to do this, too. And I have no idea what I want. Yeah. And yeah. being, like, very lost in a city that is very easy to feel lost in.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And because he had, like, all these, like, mental health issues and he started to get really depressed. Uh, yeah. And I could tell because he would um, he would just, like, stay home all day some days. Um, I would invite him to, like, go out with my friends and, like, do, like, stuff with the people that I've met and he like just wouldn't want to come um and it became really hard because I wanted to move forward so badly uh and it felt like I felt bad for him and I felt like I was trying to help him but I didn't know really what to do um and so uh like ultimately what ended our relationship was was that was he, he like as much as we tried for like a whole year of like trying to find something for him, he was just not happy. Um, and I ended it and he was trying to um, like quote unquote win me back. Um, and he would try to do things like, look, i got this job here. And like, look, I'm like applying to Cooney or like, and like, and that that was great. And I, I really wanted that for him, but I could tell he was doing it just to make me happy, and it was just not gonna. It wasn't gonna work.
0: Yeah, like it was that thing again. Again, of like he he's here and he's trying to be supportive and and make the most of the scenario, but you could tell it was just like n- not the thing he wanted.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And yeah, that's tough. And I didn't want him to just be here because of me and like to be. Yeah,
0: here. to feel like you were dragging him into this thing that he didn't want. Yeah,
1: so he like. He moved out of the apartment we were living in, um, and moved in with my best friend, um, because I, I still loved him as a human, and I still, still wanted to be friends. Like that's what people say, but like truly, yeah, like we wanted to, Um, and we were sad that like, like our beautiful friendship was kind of destroyed by our relationship.
0: Yeah, because when you just like meet somebody on online dating or like through a friend of a friend, right? You never had a friendship before you just like start dating and to have what multi-year friendship with that person. Yeah. Date and then like, yeah, have to lose that friendship part of it, too, is tough.
1: Yeah. Um, My roommate at the time, uh, they were they stayed friends after we broke up and they started doing drugs together. And I was really worried for him. But I didn't know what to do.
0: Yeah, because you're in a position where now you've ended this thing and you still care about this person, but you don't really know what your role is in their life anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's such a tough place to be in because you obviously still care about that person, but you, yeah, you don't know what the rules are anymore.
1: Right. And I was dating and I could tell that it was like hurting him because we were trying to still talk and be friends and that wasn't helping anything either. And... I didn't know if I should stay in Jesse's life and, like, help him or if I had to, like, keep myself away because, like, I just, I, like, didn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, and eventually he moved back home, like, back to Massachusetts. Um, and I thought that would be better for him because um, all of his family's there and he knows the space better. And I think he just likes it better over there. Um, I entered into a relationship with a woman um which he was fully accepting of um and very like sweet about i I got the call that he passed away the night after I moved out of my apartment and into a one bedroom with my girlfriend wow, Abby um we needed, Abby and I needed our own space. Um, And I was in my old room. Abby and I had shared it for the past year and we had roommates. Um, But I was in my old room and we were painting the walls white because I had lived there for like three years and it was disgusting. Um, And we were just trying to make it look clean and nice for the next person. And, um my brother called me, and my best friend called me. Um, my best friend was really crying. The friend who had like lived with Jesse for a little while after we uh, broke up. Um, I yeah, I didn't know what to do, so Jesse overdosed on heroin. Oh man. Yeah. I felt so much guilt and still feel so much guilt. I left him and he started using again.
0: And I couldn't, I didn't know. I just, yeah, I I don't know. It was also like the circumstances of what was going on wasn't, I mean, it was tough. Like it seemed like you both were dealing with a lot when you broke up. Yeah. And being able to yeah, like want to both of you to be happy and knowing that like he wasn't happy kind of in New York and as a result it was made it harder for you to be able to like enjoy that. It doesn't it seems like a thing where it's like y- you both still really cared about each other in that, but also like both kind of knew that this what you wanted in life couldn't work out with the two of you being together, right? It's like
1: Yeah. Yeah, we just wanted different things.
0: Yeah, and I think that's, I mean, it do, it doesn't make it any, like, what you feel for each other any less, but it's, it's a hard thing to get past, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man.
1: This is the, uh, the other thing about this. He was living with my ex-boyfriend, Dan, and Dan found him.
0: Oh, man.
1: Yeah. And he also had Narcane next to his bed. Um, I don't know if you know. Well, what that yeah, is. what is that? Um, so that's what um, people who are using a lot, um, like they they buy it because it um, can revive you if you overdose. Oh, okay. So it was clear that he didn't want to die, and he knew what he was doing and what he could possibly what <sighs> could possibly happen. Yeah, he um, had two siblings who are just like the best people and who I like loved so much still love like um like I reached out to them like when he passed and um they were so sweet and um I like went to the service they actually asked me where where I thought Jesse would want the service to be yeah and my first response was like I like I I haven't talked to him in a couple years so like I don't want to be the one to decide you know but if you guys want a place um I had mentioned the park where Jesse and I had first made out yeah because um that's where we would go back every anniversary um and it was at it was Roger Williams Park in Providence Rhode Island oh yeah
0: I feel like I've been to that park before oh really yeah
1: yeah there's like a zoo there Yes. Um,
0: oh, yeah. I've been to the zoo before.
1: Yeah. Um, and there's this like really beautiful spot called the Temple of Music. OK. Um, and it's like a park and it has these like it looks like a coliseum. It's like this like these pillars with like this huge, huge, huge archway. And I think like weddings happen there and stuff. And um, yeah, Jesse and I would go there all the time and like make out. <laughs> um, so I suggested that and that's where they had the service. Yeah. Um they like they thanked me and I didn't know what to say. They like thanked me for giving him happy years.
0: Yeah. I mean like it's so tough because again, like you're obviously you still care about this person, but they the time that you had spent away from each other, it must have felt weird to be like thrown back into the world of his like yeah. family and everything. Yeah. After not being a part of it for two years or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, and then being, like, very intimately involved in all of that. It's a lot. Yeah.
1: It was weird. It was really, it was, like, it was weird, but also, like, sweet.
0: Yeah, it feels like it's got to be comforting in a way to know that, uh, like, the you you being, like, yeah, it had been so long since we talked, but obviously, like, the two of you still meant a lot to each other Yeah, for you to be that, for them to want you to be a part of so much of that. Yeah. And to be, like, I guess, feel loved in that situation that it's like a hard situation to feel a lot of good things but like that must have felt nice and mm-hmm. all of the, the tough part of every part of that
1: yeah and they had lost their mother a few years yeah. prior oh, like man. yeah that was that was so hard for them and then on top of the that like Jesse their older brother who they loved so much um, yeah Jesse passed away it was really hard I had to go to a lot of therapy and I had, like, panic attacks for months. Oh, yeah. He, uh, his, um, his brother is, like, this really cool, like, artsy dude, and he, uh, like, put together this, like, I remember him putting together this video, because he had found Jesse's, like, Reddit. Okay. Um, and Jesse would post talking about his addiction. Yeah. And, like, trying to stop... And, like, going on family vacations and, like, feeling withdrawals and, like, needing a hit. Um, He had mentioned our relationship a few times, like, in those Reddit posts. Like, being, like, I was in an unhealthy relationship in New York. I, like, that was so hard. It was so hard to hear.
0: Yeah, because you're almost, like, reading diary entries in a way, right? And, like, getting this, yeah, like, insight into his view of all that of after the fact yeah yeah
1: i also like it was this is like weird uh it was like a month after like mac miller passed away similarly. oh yes yeah so i like and ariana grande was getting all this hate and being like it's your everyone's saying it's your fault like you should have supported him more or something yeah and no one was ever saying that to me even though i felt that but I, like, messaged Ariana Grande on Instagram. And I was like, I totally get it, girl. Like, I don't feel, like, bawling, but, like, sending her paragraphs. I'm like, we get each other. <laughs>
0: did she respond to you? No. <laughs> no. I mean, it would be kind of amazing if she did. But, uh, yeah, it's like, I mean, it must, yeah, like, in that scenario, yeah, again, like you said, you, you had a lot of guilt and feeling like it's your fault. And, yeah, I guess to have somebody else dealing with that same thing, even if they're a celebrity... That you've never talked to before, just knowing what that person is dealing with, yeah, has to feel like not good. But it's like, oh, I I am not the only person who is dealing with this right now. Yeah. Uh, or like ever, I guess. Yeah, or ever. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure it's still something that you're. I mean, you. This is a year later. You said.
1: Yeah. So it was. Um. I guess. I hate that I don't remember the exact date. Oh my god, I hate that. July 31st. Okay. Yeah, July 31st is when he passed. Yeah. Um, so like a little over a year ago. I still think about him every day. Yeah. Every, like every single day. I bought a Ouija board to see if I could <laughs> I figured like if anyone would come back and try through to, like,
0: a Ouija board, it would be him. It would be him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I actually got. I have this little ghost tattoo.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> that's a good um, tattoo. That's a classic ghost. Yeah, ghost like a little under sheet. sheet. Yeah, sheet ghost.
1: Just eye eye holes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got it because like I have a lot of death anxiety, but like also like thinking of him. Yeah. Um, and just being passed away. I I hate that he died because he was just such a sweet human being, and like even people who only met him a few times like, would message me on Instagram and they're like, I cannot believe what happened. Like, he was such a great person. He was, like, incredibly empathetic, um, like, understood everyone's circumstances, um, just, like, smiling and laughing all the time, even though he was, like, constantly in pain. And he was, like, super chill. Like, I was this incredibly, still am, but incredibly anxious person. Every tiny thing is, like, Worrisome and like we have to deal With it and I think that's why I fell in love with Him on the road trip was because like Even that tire thing like he's like We'll deal with it <laughs> yeah like, like where
0: you're like What the fuck we're in the desert I don't know what to do I need sunscreen and Yeah then, and he's just like, I yeah, need it's sunscreen cool. on my back yeah. yeah
1: and it was cool like he was so like Chill but still like Yeah during our Relationship I actually I wrote A parody uh Romance Novel <laughs> About our road trip Yeah Where I just like Exaggerated everything Um He loved it
0: <laughs> Did it have a name?
1: Um Amor que pedo <laughs> Which means Love that farts Classic Yeah <laughs> Um <laughs> Um But like that was his humor Like he liked Like really stupid Yeah
0: Well I mean All that was like So beautiful And um I'm sure it was A lot to share but i think one you did a really good job sharing it and i hope it was like again at the beginning you kind of said i wanted to like kind of share this in his honor to tell about a piece of who this person was and i feel like i don't know like i feel like i know him in a little bit now and that's cool like i don't like even though i get to still be a part of this person's life who's not here anymore and yeah i don't know you did a good job of like
1: oh thank you yeah i hope he thinks so too i hope he's listening yeah, that'd be really cool. If he's listening, I think he would love this. Okay, cool. Yeah,
0: then that's I'm happy with that. I hope. <laughs> yeah, uh, cool. Thank you so much for sharing, Elsa.
1: Thank you for having me. This is really cathartic.
0: No, I'm glad. I'm so glad. Um, yeah, if people want to find more about you, do you want to plug a, like a website or a social media or anything like that? Absolutely. Um,
1: uh, so I've been working on a show called i feel funny um we're gonna have a spank at ucb on Ooh, december 2nd fun. at 6 p.m so um it's just at i feel funny show on instagram um you can find my instagram it's just elsa bermudas at elsa bermudas like bermuda but easy instead of the a at the end <laughs> um uh yeah
0: cool well thank you so much again for sharing thank you How we love. This is how we fight for something that's right. Love Hurts is produced, hosted, and edited by Brian Berlin. Theme music by Mickey Hommel. Show art by Caroline Malin. You can find Love Hurts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, Rate and review it on Apple Podcasts, and tell a friend about it. You can find Love Hurts on Twitter and Instagram at lovehurtspod, and our website is lovehurtspod.com. I'm Brian Berlin, and this is Love Hurts.